0: You're listening to the Black Girls With Purpose podcast, where we talk about faith, friendships, and feature boss women from the Black Girls With Purpose community. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls With Purpose. Brianna Clark is the founder of The Glow Candle Bar. And she's a God-fearing woman, self-identified trap music connoisseur, halfway vegan, natural hair enthusiast, lover of all things self-care, a sociable introvert, and a proud member of the Hashtag Girlboss tribe. Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, Brie moved to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2012 to attend Johnson C. Smith University, where she received her bachelor's degree in business management. Brianna shares that she was often known to be behind the scenes, and while it did have some pros, in some ways it kept her from truly shining entered the glow candle bar circa 2017 and brie decided to take herself and her goals seriously her mission through the glow candle bar is to enhance the space of women in their glow of community push them to their fullest potential and hold them accountable in their own destiny today brie talks with us about finding the light in your life mental health in the black community the importance of operating in our own lane and how she incorporates self-care into her day-to-day living I'll be but you be trying to knock me off my core stone. Voices in my head screaming YOLO. Yeah, but you only die once too. Hey Purpose Peeps, thanks so much for tuning into the episode for this week. Before we hear from Brie, I wanted to invite everyone listening to join our email list if you're not on there already. You can do that by going to blackgirlswithpurpose.org slash join and entering your name and email address into the form on the screen. The reason why I encourage people to join our email list is that it's a great way to know what other things that we're doing outside of the podcast. Uh, those who have been following along our journey know that we recently moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and so I'm planning on doing some events prayerfully uh, pretty soon, and we'll be pushing everything out through our newsletter before we even put things on our Instagram feed. So if you're interested in that, you want to stay connected with all the work that we're doing, please go to blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash join and enter your name and email address into the form on the screen. Now that we have all that housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's go and hear from Bree. Welcome to the podcast, Brianna. So I shared with our listeners uh, your formal bio that you're a hair natural hair enthusiast and a lover of all things <laughs> self care and a member of the girl boss tribe. Yes. But share um, you a little bit more about yourself. What we won't f- things we might not find in your bio.
1: Um. So kind of said everything already. Um, <laughs> I don't really have too many pieces. Okay. For myself. <laughs> um, but I am an introvert at heart. I am a sociable, sociable introvert is what I say in my mm-hmm, bio. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like being around people, but only when I want to be, Fair. which is weird. <laughs> um, I have a social battery, is what I call it, where I put my friends, like my social battery is on E,
0: because <laughs> um, it means I need
1: to be by myself okay, and get my life together before I can go out into the world again. I love fashion. Okay. I love getting dressed up. I love clothes. Anything that has to do with high end fashion, I am I am in love with it. Okay. Uh, Um and I love cooking. Um, let me see. I have four brothers and six sisters, so it is a whole tribe of us. Um, and we're all spread out everywhere across the US. And I'm the youngest of both.
0: so oh, wow. You can only
1: imagine, yes. <laughs> I am the baby, and I am spoiled.
0: I, six, why, well, I, I, yeah, I don't even know what that looks like. <laughs> yeah, yes,
1: it is crowded. <laughs> it is very crowded, and it's a lot of, us, but we're very, all very family-oriented, yes. so, you know, it works for us, but yes,
0: it's very crowded. Okay. When did you first develop an interest in candles? Was that something, I mean, thinking about your family, was it like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like a family thing that we worked on, and I just kind of leaped out and took it more seriously, or did this come from you uniquely? Like, what's the story behind the love of candles? Well,
1: I've always loved candles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been into self-care, and that's a form of my self-care for okay. me. Is lighting candles after I, like, clean my house or something like that, mm-hmm. so... That's always I've always like always loved candles. Um, I started getting an interest in it uh, a few months before I actually launched Glow Candle Bar. Okay. I, like, did research on like how to actually make candles because what I found was that I was spending all this money. You know, Bath and Body Works is about thirty dollars, mm-hmm. thirty forty dollars for a candle, and it's not even really good for you. Yeah. So, um, I went on YouTube actually to look up, like, different candle makers and, like, how you make candles, and none of them were black. Okay. Everyone was, um, like, white or, like, a different race, and I just kind of was like, we need more representation, Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: you know, for this. Um, and as I went along, I found more black candle makers, which I was happy about, um, but when I first started, I kind of was just like, there's no one in this field. Yeah. Like, there's not that many people at all, and that's an issue.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I started making them kind of as, like, a self-care thing and, like, a therapy thing because I had went through um, about a year and a half uh, with, like, a depression. Okay. And I couldn't afford therapy because I was right out of college. So
0: Understood.
1: Yes. Um, so it was a postgraduate depression and just like a whole a lot of things that were going on in my life, uh, me kind of transitioning mm-hmm. into adulthood. Um, so when I started making candles, it kind of was therapeutic for me and I fell in love with it. Um, and then my family was kind of like, you know, you should sell this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was, I thought about it and I'm like, I want to, but I don't want to just be the woman who sells candles. Like, yeah. I just, I don't want to just be Brianna the candle
0: maker.
1: Yeah. So uh, I wanted it to be something more meaningful, something more, you know, people that can get something from this, that starts a conversation to something more deep, mm-hmm. um, you know, a meaningful Um, So that's why I call it a glow candle bar, because it's kind of like uh, holding your own self-accountable mm-hmm. for what it is that you want in your life and finding that glow in your life, even though, you know, it might be terrible right now. You might be going through some things, but finding that, you know, that light in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and holding yourself accountable to the things that you want, basically. Um, and so from that, I kind of just started the whole self care movement, um, and then I started doing the mental health. Uh, I did my first mental health event last year, okay. um, called Mind Your Business, mm. which it was it was awesome. Yeah. I'm going to do it do it again this year, um, and it just was uh, black therapists. They have their own practice, and the kind we kind of just broke down the stereotypes of you know. Uh, black and black and brown men and women, and why we are so, so gung ho of not talking about mental health in yeah. our community. Um, so yeah, it it's so much more, you know, than just candles. And yeah. I, I'm happy that when I speak to people, that they feel like it's not just about the candles, because um, that's the whole purpose behind it. Yeah. To, you know, be something more than just, you know, the candle smells good, and that's great, and I love that it smells great, Yeah, you know, because that's a big part of it, too, Um, but having something that's more deep and meaningful, that was, that was the whole plan for me.
0: So, speaking of planning, what were some of your first steps when you started the Glow Candle Bar, especially keeping in mind that you wanted it to be more than uh, an online shop, you wanted it to be more of a movement? Uh So, when i first
1: started uh planning it. of course i was looking on how to make it and how to like master it that mm-hmm. was my first thing because i didn't want to just put out anything yeah um i'm a perfectionist in a sense and i kind of have ocd a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: so um i didn't want to just you know give out anything um so i took a, a lot of months just going through like, step-by-step step on how I wanted to present my candles, what I wanted them to look like, to my smells, to even the names of them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is why some of my names are kind of crazy. Um, but I once I did that and I mastered it, then I, you know, was like, okay, so what else can I do to be able to, you know, separate myself from just being a person who makes candles? Mm-hmm. So the very first thing I did was I had a photo shoot, for one of the new candles I released called Melanin Goddess, which is really like an ode to black women mm-hmm. um, and just being confident in who we are. Um, so I had a photo shoot, and it was full of, it was about 10 women, I believe, like 8 to 10 women. Um, and they were light to dark and just pretty much showing how beautiful they are. Mm-hmm. So I got their makeup done, and then they got dressed up, and then we were out. And I had a photographer and a videographer, and we just had so much fun. Like, we just played music all day, and then, you know, they were taking their uh, photo, doing their photo shoot, Mm -hmm. and their video shoot, and all that stuff, and it just kind of, I just wanted, you know, us to come together um, as black women, so that was the first thing that I did, and I was very happy with the response I got
0: from Mm -hmm, it,
1: mm -hmm. um because Melanin Goddess is my signature scent now, apparently, since everyone loves it so much. Um, And so from that, I kind of started uh, planning on doing more events. So I wanted to do the mental health event, Mm -hmm. which took me, you know, some time to do, uh, to plan that, because I wanted to be full of nothing but black and brown therapists, Mm -hmm. because I felt like it was important for someone who looked like me to, you know, represent what it is that I'm trying to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so that took uh, I did it in October I started planning it right after my shoot so around March like the end of March Okay. I started planning it um and so yeah that that was the very last thing I did
0: so what was the time frame between idea to okay my website is up and I have these candles that are for sale oh
1: months. Started, I didn't, open, I didn't launch until November 5th. Okay. And I first started doing the research. It was probably in, yeah, like around May-ish, May okay. or June. So I took that time to kind of just research, you know, different, first of all, different waxes because I knew that I didn't want to use whatever the wax was that they used at Back and Body Works or Yankee Candle or, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. Because it was so bad for you, and it's so toxic. Mm-hmm. Um. So if I took you know those months to, pretty much not. I'm and I'm not a perfectionist at you know the candle making because it's so much more that you can learn, of course. Yeah. But I really wanted to master at least the basics of how to make a candle and how to do it well, and not just put out anything. Um. So I would say probably from about May to November. That was probably
0: as long as it took me. So I asked that intentionally because um, on a previous interview I did, we were just talking about how sometimes God gives us vision for things, and I'm I'm guilty of being like, okay, Lord, I got it. Like, I'm running. And he's like, hold up, come back for more instructions. I just gave you the first part of it. Um, And so it's good to hear that you you had the idea, but then you really vetted it. And I think – again speaking from my my own personal experience sometimes being a woman of faith I'm like okay lord like I'm just gonna leap (laughs) and but scripture says you know zeal even zeal without knowledge is not good and the one who acts hastily sins and so I have to take a step back sometimes and say okay Brie yes this is an idea but like have you truly vetted it have have you put the research in even what you talked about the man hours to do a photo shoot if you really are passionate about this product and not just saying oh I, I'm gonna post like a a mock up of it on Instagram which sometimes you have to start there too but it's just yeah making sure that there is intention behind it and I think even in that 6 month process it probably increased your passion because mm-hmm. you're like okay man when this thing finally launches like I'm gonna be really excited about it
1: yes And I am guilty of that, too, of just like, okay, you gave me a vision, so I'm going after it. Yeah. I've got to do it. But then I'm also guilty of being too afraid of failing. Yeah. So I'm in a weird space of, like, I don't, I want to do this, but I'm scared that if I do this, then it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. It's going to be terrible. No one's going to like it, you know, and then I really had to. Be like, you know, God, I don't want to do any of this without you.
0: Yeah.
1: So if this is you, you know, help, you know, guide me and help me along because I don't want to make a move without you. Yeah. And you've got me to this place, this space, and you've got me to this place, and I know that it's so much bigger than me. Yeah. Of course. So, you know, help me to walk into my purpose. Mm -hmm. i don't know a thing about candles but we gonna figure it out right right you know like and that's how i was and even with you know doing my first event i told my friend like i when i first thought of the idea i had thought of the idea years ago
0: Mm
1: -hmm. like years years ago i wanted to do something like this because i've always been you know very interested in mental health and you know helping the black community just come over that stigma of not talking about it and all that good stuff yeah but I was terrified I'm like I don't know the first thing about planning an event like I don't you know I love doing events I love being a part of that but I by being in charge of it being in charge of it is a whole different monster yeah so I had told my friend like I don't know if I should do this Mm -hmm. and he's like you know what really do you have to lose are you doing this for you know you are you doing this for, you know, the people? Because if it's for you, then of course you're not going to get yeah. what you want out of it. It has to be something bigger than that. Yeah. So, you know, put me in check really quickly. <laughs> when I did it, the response I got from it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so it made me feel like, okay, like this, this is very doable. This is something that, okay, I know I can do this. I know I can have more events like this. And it's not about me. So yeah. once I removed myself from the situation, then I started being more comfortable with even making candles, even you know whatever it is that I want to do not have more confidence in myself to know that even if this doesn't reach as many people as, as I wanted to reach, as long as it reaches one person, yeah. Then that's okay. Yeah. Because that was the person who it was meant for.
0: Exactly. We yeah. can often get consumed in our lack of ability or our lack of credentials and yes. people always say, Oh God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called and that, and that's scripturally based. Like it says yeah. in in first Corinthians one, that he chose what was insignificant in the world to bring to nothing. What was viewed as something like he will pick that person in the crowd that everybody's looking over and be like, right. yep, she's going to be the one, she's going to be the one to yep. start this business. She's going to be w- the one to break this cycle. She's going to be the one to, address mental health and I think the only way we're able to have the faith to leap out and do these events and start these businesses is by doing just what you said and say, saying god okay I don't know where I'm going so if I'm going you have to leave me because right I can't do it yes girl and I w- I just would
1: be
0: like at first um, I was like okay I don't think I can do
1: this <laughs> this is too much. I, I are you sure Jesus? Are you positive? Yeah. Like, are you positive? Let me know right now. You're like, cause, cause I,
0: I, I could, I could walk away. It's fine.
1: Listen, I can walk away. I have no problem with that at all. And he's like, no, sis, you good. <laughs> and you're like, are you sure? Cause I can really, I promise I'll are turn
0: around. Sure? He's like, yes. Yeah.
1: Like, no, sis, you, you good. This yeah. is exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So, but it kind of, it made me so much more confident. Mm-hmm. And even, I I stopped comparing myself, because of course we all do it, because we're human, comparing ourselves to what we see on social media mm-hmm. and the other businesses and all that stuff. And I really had to check myself, like, Brianna, you are not even in the same lane as anyone mm-hmm, else. Mm-hmm. You are in your own lane. Yeah. There's no one, you can be in a room, I can literally be in a room with other candle makers and everyone's in their own lane. Yeah. So there's nothing for you to compare because y'all are not the same. Yeah. And I really was convicted from that because I would literally be scrolling on Instagram like, wow, they have all these followers, they have selling out all these candles, they're doing all these things, but that's not my lane. That's not, Mm -hmm. I'm not where I'm supposed to be yet. I'm doing exactly what I need to do right now for this moment.
0: Yeah. I love that you said that because it ties in so perfectly with... One of the lessons from the faith series, and I was actually working on it this morning, just talking about the faith to finish and coming out of Hebrews 12 and one, where it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us run with endurance. The race set before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And. When I look at that scripture, it says keep your eyes on Jesus. Not looking not looking the other lane, like what you're just saying. Right. You know, if you and what God also showed me, he's like, You're running against yourself. No one else is it, even in your race.
1: No one. Uh, you're literally in the race by yourself. You're yeah. literally on the highway by yourself. There's yeah. No one else in your lane.
0: Yeah. So if we I feel like when we realize that it takes off the pressure and it'll it'll it takes off some of the restraint too because even if you do have a successful business and you're comparing yourself to other successful businesses you might put yourself in a box and like for you you say I I knew from jump this was never just going to be about candles I knew I wanted to do different events I knew I wanted to get conversations started and so if you're just comparing yourself even to like a uh mainstream candle company then you can be like okay I, I'm I'm I'm, right. I, my sales are popping great but if you know that God has called you to do to just use this as a stepping stone to something else then it helps you to stay focused on your particular race
1: exactly and I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs they don't really
0: realize
1: mm-hmm. and it doesn't help that Instagram is like uh, holier than thou yeah like everyone you have to have Instagram yeah. to be able to succeed yeah and so people who have all these followers and are doing all these things we don't really know their story yeah so we just assume because they have all these followers or they have all this stuff that you know they are doing so well but we really don't know yeah and it's really not even our business to know because it's we're not in their lane yeah so i think that yeah we, a lot of entrepreneurs and i had to you know convict myself of it too and i tell people all the time like you are in your own lane. You are your own person. Yeah. If this is something that you want to do, you can. If there's a million people out here making t-shirts. Yeah. So what's going to set you apart?
0: Yeah. But
1: you are you are your own person. So you have to find out what it is your purpose with this company, with this t-shirt company, or with whatever it is you're trying to do. So. Yes.
0: And that's that's what's going to keep you going too.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Because if you don't, if your purpose, if you start out like, I'm about to make these t-shirts because it looks like it's easy and I can make a lot of money, then when the money don't start rolling in, you're like, you know what? Maybe I wasn't supposed to start this.
1: Exactly. And And it's not, you have to find your purpose. It has to be a God, aligned. It can't be self-aligned.
0: That's true. That's true. I remember um, two years ago. I wanted to do t-shirts for black girls of purpose and I was so excited. I was like, yes, we about to have t-shirts. It's about to be lit. Um, and then I, and I, I was looking at it as a passive income stream because I was, I was pregnant. And so I was like, okay, you know, my son's going to be born in a couple months. I'm going to be able to make this money from these shirts on the side. And I did not sell one shirt and it's because that wow. was like, I'm sorry, sis. Did I, Did I give you did I give you that or did you give you that? And I was like, Oh, this And so that was two thousand and seventeen. And so last year he actually gave me vision for shirts and the the month that we launched them, we sold like four. And I'm like, Lord, we sold four shirts (laughs) And you know, some people be like, Four, like, what? Why are you excited about that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Because it shows me there is something to this and the th- yeah. the difference with this these round of shirts is that they actually had a miss- message there was intention behind it. It wasn't like oh I'm trying to make this money. It was like I need people to Like, one of the, the, the shirt that sold was the same, every person bought the same shirt. It was, uh, everywhere you walk is your mission field. And that was something that God told me, like, two years ago. And so to see that, I mean, it was just a black shirt with white text. And I'm like, Lord, okay, like, Mm -hmm. we can do this. But it just shows me you have to have intention behind what you do. And like you said, it has to be driven by God and not driven by you.
1: Yeah you're gonna lose every time right <laughs> every time i have a friend one of my best friends she um has her own clothing business but before then she had started a different type of uh, clothing business mm-hmm. and so she was not doing well at all like it was trash like mm-hmm. she didn't sell anything at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. and so she said that she took some time and she kind of fasted and all that stuff and god brought her to bougie and interested. And that's the name of her clothing brand, and okay. so she sells out every single time. Wow! Like every time she posts something, she sells out. She has no problem with you know anything, and I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> you have aligned yourself, you know, with God. Yeah, with it is what it, He wants you to do, and she's met so many people from that. Yeah.
0: And it, it, it's, it's like a, the scripture, Proverbs eighteen sixteen, like a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. We have to understand, like, God's going to do the placement. It's not going to be right. If, right if you're going where you're supposed to go in the first place. Yeah. If
1: you're saying a line and paying right. attention right, right. to right. what it is that he's trying to show you. Yeah. Because sometimes I used to be like, okay, I'm just going to do this, this, and this. And he's like, but I didn't really
0: tell you to do that. Yeah.
1: So now you have to fall flat on your face. <laughs> right. and embarrass
0: yourself but go go ahead go off and and let's see and then he what the kicker is is like when he lets us do it anyway yes (laughs) and then we we be trying to pray on the back end lord i i I know i ain't talked to you at the beginning but like now that i'm here (laughs) i just i want to check in like is this the will and he's just like you wasted three months six months nine months a year, and I'm to the point where I'm like, Lord, I don't even want to waste one day, so if this is a dead end, tell me from jump, Let's and try. we could just keep it pushing. Yes, because I have
1: fallen flat on my face plenty
0: of time. <laughs> now I know. He said, I don't like it I, down there. I'm good. No,
1: no. And he would literally, like you said, he would let you do it. Like, go ahead. Yep. And then we just fail miserably yep. Yep. it would be so confused like what is going on yeah. then we really know like
0: okay we got ourselves in this position <laughs> yeah you're like my bad okay yeah that yeah. wasn't you're right you were right, was right. Cause it makes me think of joshua after they went to go defeat the men at I and then they got whooped basically because Aiken had the achan had the stuff and so he's like lord why did you let this happen to us and god was like get up off the floor I was Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's how he be with the, he like, I'm sorry if you had checked yourself, then you wouldn't be exactly. in this position, so don't be crying to me <sighs> jeez, I always say that he'd be treating me differently than other
1: people mhm, mhm but I think it's just cause we're just, you know, entrepreneurs we're just a little hard headed yes, If we want to do things, we want things to happen so quickly yeah, for us, yeah and like, okay, I'm putting all this work I'm doing all this stuff why am I not, you know, reaping mm-hmm. the benefits, blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. All this and he's like, first of all, are you are you even in my word? Are yeah. you even aligned with what I'm trying to get you to do? Are yeah. you paying attention? Yeah. Okay, so you're paying attention, but just because you sowed the seed yesterday does not mean that the flowers
0: today. And that's that's me I I always go back to Habakkuk two and three that says the vision is for the appointed time, like Yes. cause and you, but that's why he. I, I, that's why he gives us vision to begin with, mm-hmm. because he knows if I don't tell this girl what the end goal is, she gonna be like, you know what? No, nope. go <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. Listen, I will be in my room like, all right, Jesus, because if you don't make it happen, I need
1: to see something. Right.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I need you
0: to make. What is? What are we doing? What are we? I yeah. don't see it. Like, what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. So uh, my next question is. And I I think I know the answer to it. But my next question is, is is the Glow Candle Bar your side hustle or your full-time business? Now it's my full-time. That's so
1: exciting. Yes, yes. And it is a struggle. Yeah.
0: But that's such, (laughs) it's such a blessing though. I mean, and to to say you started in 2017, the end of 2017, and less than two years later, it's your full-time business. Like, wow, that's incredible to me.
1: Yes, I was at Google Fiber mm-hmm. for about a year and a half. And I um, was, towards the end of it, I just felt like, you know, I really don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, something is really pushing me into, like, just, I have to go. Yeah. But of course, me being scary. I'm like, I'm not leaving until I find another job, mm-hmm. and I, you know, do something else, I need to have, you know, some other type of income, blah, 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 and I was telling my friend that, like, I just feel like I have to go, but I don't want to leave, like, I don't want to do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, of course, God, being who he wonderfully is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I got let go.
0: Dang. <laughs> uh,
1: the week of my one-year anniversary. Wow. Yes. So... I was like, okay, Jesus, all right. And my, one of my friends, he's like, well, you should have left when he told you to
0: leave the first time. <laughs> Then you wouldn't have got fired. <laughs> <laughs> then you wouldn't have got
1: fired. You wouldn't have been in this space, but Yeah. You are.
0: yeah.
1: So I really had to, like, get myself together. Cause
0: yeah.
1: I was like, all right, well, I wasn't, I didn't think I was ready, but I guess you know more than me. Right. Obviously.
0: He'll definitely push you out. Like, that's that's my story with um, Black Girls of Purpose is that I, I shared a couple of years ago, I was pregnant with my son, and um, I actually had two jobs at the time. And I had this day where I passed out of my car. 'Cause I was I was just doing too much. And so I passed out of my car, ended up going into work and being like, Yeah, I passed out of my car and my what? boss was my boss was like, So what do you wanna do for like where do we go from here basically? She was like, I know you're trying to stay through this date, but do you just wanna leave this week? Because it just seems like this is a lot And I was like, Uh Yeah, I think I need to And you know, I did not expect to I mean, I literally get pushed out, like, on yeah. my behind, really. Yeah. Um, but even in this season, and God has just provided through other other streams of income to allow me to pursue this as full-time ministry, but it's just been interesting seeing the journey and how uh-huh. sometimes he's like, this is the only way I'm going to get everything I need out of you is if I eliminate the other things that you're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we become so distracted.
0: It's kind of like that pruning process, right? Like, we, yeah. he talks about that in John 15 and, and he, him cutting off stuff that doesn't produce fruit. And so sometimes we're like, Lord, why are you trying to kill me? And he's like, I'm not trying yeah. to kill you. I'm trying to help you grow. And you can't grow if you're attached to this relationship or to this business or even to this place. Like, I might move you to a different state. Whatever it is, I will eliminate it if I think it's hindering you.
1: Yes, yeah. and even to we become so distracted with ourselves, for me, I will literally just sit in my house and not do anything. like mm-hmm. not be productive at all. Mm-hmm. And so I really had to like even convince myself with that and the people I've surrounded myself with because and now I have people who are like, did you do something productive today?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like what did you do for your business today? Like, my friend, we will, she will call me, like, okay, we need to have, like, a think session, so mm-hmm. I'm about to come over there, we're about to do some work, you know, whatever it is we need to do, and just be, I, I have people who are holding me accountable now.
0: Yeah.
1: So, and I think that's good, because they're also business owners, and they also have, you know, they'll walk with God, and no one is perfect, of course, and we all have things that we're trying to work on and get better at. Right. As far as becoming closer to God. Yeah. But being held accountable, That is something that was really big for me because I didn't really have that. Yeah. When I say I would literally sit in my house and do nothing all day, watch Law and
0: Order, like that was my life. Right. And so
1: now I have someone who's like, okay, we need to do X, Y, Z. Make your to do list.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We're gonna go out. We're gonna meet these people. We're gonna, you know, try to get your candles in stores and you know all this stuff. So I think that he eliminated a lot of people out of my life, but then he also added. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. not just adding, like, multiplying those people. So now it's like I have all of this this support that I didn't have before.
0: Yeah.
1: Which helps you, you know, along, you know, your walk with being a business owner and, you know, trying to get closer to God and trying to grow as a woman and trying to grow as a black woman and, you know, all of these things. Yeah. So he definitely got me out of my own way because I for a very long time, was in my own
0: way
1: of being successful and being, you know, able to say, you know, I'm a business owner or I'm a child of God or I'm, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm grateful that
0: he's patient because
1: Yes, oh yes.
0: I look at my own self like, sis, I'd have given up on you about three and a half years ago. Girl, a long time ago (laughs) listen. Like, I can't do much. Yeah, yeah. Or not enough.
1: (laughs) You do not listen. I don't understand how many times I have to tell you this. Right. What is going on?
0: So what's your long-term business for the Glow Candle? I mean, your long-term vision, because we talked about vision earlier. What's your long-term vision for the Glow Candle Bar?
1: Oh, I really want to do everything I'm doing now but, like, on steroids. <laughs> so I want to have more events, more mental health events, and more um, self-care events. I'm working with a girl now who makes um, handmade Jewelry. Okay. Um, it's Co mm-hmm. on Instagram. She's amazing. She's one of the sweetest people I've literally ever met in my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we're doing a self-care kind of event um, sometime this year. And so yeah, I want to do more events like that. And just for us and creating those spaces for us for black and brown women And and men as well to just come together and being so comfortable with each other and, you know, learning from one another. And it's not necessarily like a competition. Yeah. You know, we're competing against each other with someone trying to one up someone or or whatever like that.
0: Just collaboration.
1: Yeah, it's like all collaboration, all like genuine energy and genuine spirit because I've been around people who would have like these um, women empowerment events
0: yeah
1: and the women who are you know hosting the event of course they have a hundred thousand followers right and you know all of these things but they're so nasty in real life Mm -hmm. like they're so nasty and they just don't really want to collab with people who who are you know really small business owners Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then they charge you an arm and a leg for them really to just tell you some instagram quotes that they found you know, and yeah. so I want to I want the things that I do to be very genuine.
0: Yeah.
1: And to be very, you know, raw and real and very organic and not just so I'm trying to get paid from this.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's kinda of my long term goal is to be able to kinda of shift the way that we think, uh, like small businesses and having this competitive mindset, like it's okay to be competitive.
0: Yeah.
1: But also knowing that you really should also want to be, you know, collaborating with these other businesses, because yeah. you never know who you're going to meet, first of all. And you, Issa, uh, Issa Ray said, you know, networking across, and yeah. I love that so much, because I think that's so true. People are trying to network up instead yeah. of, like, what does something that someone who has something across from me have to Yeah,
0: offer.
1: yeah. Like, how can we help each other? Um, so, yeah. Whatever, what I'm right now but like a hundred
0: times back. I feel that I understand that completely <laughs> um what would you say to someone who is listening and looking to start their own business
1: oh don't do it no, I'm
0: just <laughs> no that's no that's so real you're like save up five years worth of a salary Listen, and then do no, it so that you don't really have to make money in the beginning. <laughs>
1: like seriously, don't like if this is don't if you're just in it just to make money. Yeah, this is not the thing for you. You can get a nice nine to five. Yeah, and don't let people just make you feel like you have to be an entrepreneur. Everyone, I don't know where this mm-hmm. thing came from. That you like if you're not a business owner, then you just are not winning, but, mm-hmm. no, find your purpose, your purpose might be at that
0: job,
1: yeah, it might not be having a business, you know, so, if this is something that you want to do, be, first of all, get aligned with God,
0: yeah,
1: or whoever it is that you, you know, pray to, or, you know, anything like that, I believe in God, so, you know, I say, get aligned with Him, yeah. and help Him, ask Him to help you rebuild your purpose, um, or at least part of it, because I know if he treats anyone like the way he treats me, he never gives me the whole thing. He yep. just gives me portions of it.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> um, so, finding your purpose within that, if you want to start a t shirt company, what is it about? It can't just be about t shirts.
0: Yeah.
1: It has to be something more. So, if all you want to do is just sell t shirts and that's it, then you don't need to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You need to find you an nice little nine to five. Now, you can sell t shirts on the side, that can be a little hustle. Yeah whatever, but as far as being an entrepreneur, as far as, you know, being ready to sacrifice, because when they say that you literally have to sacrifice everything,
0: mm-hmm.
1: literally, you have to be willing to make those sacrifices. So, I would say to pray about it and take time. Don't just rush into something and just do it just because you see everyone else doing it, Yeah, but actually take the time to, like, pray about it and fast and because that's what I did
0: yeah
1: and fasting and asking God to reveal if is this something that you want me to do if not then you know help me to reveal uh, my purpose and where I'm supposed to be going because you're never going to win if it's just a self-motivated thing
0: mm-hmm. yes that's great advice So, on the podcast, we're known for talking about faith, friendships, and featuring phenomenal women. Um, How did you come to faith in Jesus Christ?
1: Well, I was raised in a church. Um, So, I've always had that type Mm -hmm. of, -hmm. you know, relationship. I, I think I would say that over the past maybe two or three years, it's gotten a lot deeper. Yeah. As far as, you know, me talking to him and, you know, not making moves without him because at first I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and that's it. I don't know, I don't really have a plan. I wasn't really including him in what it is I was trying to do.
0: Yeah.
1: I just was kind of doing it. So, um, over the past about two or three years, I started really getting closer to him. Mm hmm Um... And kind of listening for, waiting for his voice and listening for what it is that he wanted me to do. Yeah. Um. Instead of being so, like, in a rush to do everything myself.
0: Yeah.
1: Which helped me. But also, I learned a lot about myself, too. And in that, I had to let go of a lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm. So when I
1: first started GLOW, a few months before then, I had friends who I had known almost my entire life who I had to let go up in order to be put in a position to do it, be able to do glow candle mm-hmm. So that was like a, one of the biggest tests of my faith. And it kind of was like, a, all right, <laughs> if this is what you say that I need to do, then I'm going to trust that, you know, you know, exactly what you, what you're doing yeah. and that you have a plan for this because these are people that I've known. Literally for years. Yeah. So I am terrified. Like I don't want them to feel any type of way. I don't want them to, you know. And you go through all these emotions. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of just like, "Are you going to do what I said, or like, no? Yeah. Like what? Which one? Because you're doing a lot of talking, and you're really not paying attention to what it is I'm trying to do.
0: And what I've noticed about him too is that he doesn't change the instruction.
1: No. No. Never
0: changes the instructions. He's like, okay, well, I mean, you, you're you like, okay, Lord, I'm going to talk to you next week. He's like, I'll be here, but it's still going to be the same. It's still <laughs>
1: going to be the same. Literally nothing is going to change. So, I took time, that's when I did my fast, and, like, took time just to kind of go through all the emotions of having to let those people go. And um, once I did it and I started Glow the Boy, I kind of seen you know, the reason behind everything. So I was sitting there literally like a coming to Jesus moment, like, oh, okay. All right, so you're going to take these people away because, one, they really didn't really mean me any good anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: They really didn't really want me to, you know, do good anyway. You know, and I had to come to the terms of just because you have history with this person doesn't really mean that they're meant to be in your life forever. Mm-hmm. So, when I went through that, and I was, and after I lost those people, he gave me more people.
0: Yeah.
1: And people that I needed, you know, in my life to be able to be where I am right now. So, over the last, like, two or three years, like I said, my faith has gotten a lot stronger. And I'm just like, whatever he say do, I'm like, okay. I don't really know what's going to happen, but I, I trust that you know what you're doing. Right.
0: Based off what you've already done,
1: yeah. Based off of everything that you've already showed me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you've been the the most consistent thing in my life.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And so I kind of it is it it's wonderful the feeling of it, very you know exhilarating. Yeah. But also it's kind of like, Lord, why are you be having to do me like this all the time? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> why what
0: what is wrong why do you keep having treat me like this yeah. but then
1: I just always come back to this that's just the type of God that he is yeah
0: yeah
1: you know so yes but to answer your question I know I kind of went sidetracked no about great. two or three years uh, I've always been in church but about two or three years my faith has gotten a lot stronger okay
0: yeah, there's always everybody I've talked to. It's like there's levels. Like I came to know Jesus initially, you know, when yeah. I was nine. But then I started living for Him when I was nineteen. So right, it's, it and then even then, okay, then I started really understanding. Oh, He wants to be a part of my whole life, not just this yeah. part over here. You know, that happened when I was twenty six. So I definitely get it.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, the whole life. You don't want that a piece of it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, but what's awesome is when you give him all of you, he gives you all of him. Yeah. And so it's like you see people who just, it's like they have favor dripping everywhere. It's like, okay, well, if you look at their life, everything that they do, they don't make a move without God. So, yeah, I could see why they would be favored in that way.
1: Yeah. And that um, what is her name? The lady, she's over, she's like the CEO of Main Choice.
0: I'm not familiar.
1: It's a hair company. Oh, I cannot think of her name. That's going to bother me. But she's a CEO. She's, uh, she's faith-based as well. Okay. Um, and she just talks about, someone asked her the question of, you know, being an entrepreneur and, you know, what steps do you think someone should take and all this stuff. And she said, like, so blatantly, like, you need to have a relationship with God. Hmm. He needs to be a part of your everyday, when you wake up to when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. your life. And I'm like, that's so true because even going through all of these things of being an entrepreneur is so
0: difficult. Like you wouldn't want to do it without him anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: I I don't ever any time I'm doing anything, any type of collaboration I do, um to even meet put my candles in other people's stores, mm-hmm. I always pray like God, if this is not you Break I don't up. even want it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want it. I'm I'm fine right here where I am until you Send me something that I that sh- I know is from you. Uh, we shouldn't even want to do anything without him.
0: Yeah.
1: Like every day I wake up, I want to I want him to be a part of my life. And it doesn't say that I'm perfect, and you know I'm the most saved person in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But taking the step or the initiative to be like, okay, God, I need you every day. Yeah. Not just part of the day. I need you to be a part of everything. Yeah. First of all, these people are gonna drive me crazy. This business is too much. I yeah. don't even understand why you put this on my lap to yeah. do.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> So since we're here, Jesus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I need you to help me. Be a part, be, walk with me, because I will not be able to do this alone. And he be there, even though we mess up, because I'll be messing up all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> You know, I, I talk to someone and the way I pr- phrase it is, I, when I talk about faith in Jesus Christ, it's almost like the noun, but how does faith, the verb, play a role in your day-to-day life, both biz- uh, both professionally and personally? I have a
1: one of my favorite uh, scriptures, Faith Without Works and Dead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have it tattooed on me. I got it tattooed my senior college okay when I was um I was getting ready to graduate in my last semester I didn't have enough money mm-hmm. to get to start classes so I am of course a college student I'm just like what am I going to do you know I'm trying to go and talk to all these people and my mom wasn't working at the time mm-hmm. so I kind of just was like what is gonna happen like yeah. I do not know and so um, that scripture, it popped up in my head and i it's something that just always stuck with me because it's like, yes, you have the faith, but what action are you taking behind that? So I have to have an action plan. I have to, I can't just say, God, I trust you and I'm sitting on my couch and I'm not gonna do anything. He's not a magician. Right. You know, it's not gonna just fall in my lap magically. So I, um, I went to like our dean's office or something like that and i just told them like i am a graduating senior you know i don't have any money to finish my classes like i don't know what i'm supposed to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so the first time i went they were like you know there's really nothing that we can do you know we can put you on a payment plan but that's about it and i'm like then i just tell y'all that i didn't have any
0: money right so <laughs> so how i'm going to do a payment plan okay
1: so I go back to my dorm and I'm talking to my friends and they're like, okay, we're going to go back tomorrow. I go back tomorrow and I go talk to this lady and I tell her, before I could even finish my sentence, she's like typing on the computer and she's like, you'll be fine. Why did they give me enough money for my classes and to buy books? Wow. And I had money left over wow. for a refund. When I tell you, I was bawling,
0: mm, crying. Mm-hmm.
1: And ever since then, I'm like, all right, Jesus, okay. And so for me, it's having the faith, of course, which is also it's it's awesome to have that, but also realizing that you can't just you have to have more than that. Mm -hmm. Like I have to be able to put action behind my my faith have to be able to do something what am i doing to show god that i actually believe that he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do even if i don't see it i know that you're still working i know you're still moving something is happening up there yeah so let me do my part so what is it that i need to do for me so it's it's all about action for me it is
0: yeah
1: of showing him like you do, you're gonna do your role, I'm gonna do my part. We're gonna meet in the middle. because yeah. I know that you said I know I already know what you said that you're gonna do.
0: yeah,
1: and you're not a man that you should lie. you know you are you know yes. the great I am. yeah. so what is it that you need from me? What do you need me to do to show you that I trust that you are going to that I'm gonna come out of this without a scratch.
0: I've experienced that a lot with my finances. It's like, God's like, okay. You're gonna be in a position to help a lot of people, but but he showed me I have to start now. I can't be like, "Okay, Lord, once I get a million dollars, like yeah. I know ten people I'm gonna write a check to. He's like, "What are yeah. you doing with this little that I've given you?" Yep. and even budgeting like my my husband and I haven't had um traditional income since two thousand seventeen when our son was born, and so it's like. I even feel like going over our budget every week is a faith move <laughs> because we like, all right, Lord, don't know how you're going to bring it uh, get this money for this uh, car insurance, but we're just, we're, this is us acknowledging you. This is us acknowledging that this exists and uh-huh. you know what you choose to do on the other side of it. Like I'm just going to trust the process
1: for me having this being my only income. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I have to have faith. Yeah. I, have, I Honest, I don't, you really don't have any other choice at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's no plan B.
1: There's no plan, like, this has to work. This is the only option I have. Yeah. There's no middle ground. So, it, my faith has been tested many of times, even within the past few
0: weeks. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, Jesus, I don't know how you're going to do this. Like, yeah. I just, I don't even understand. I don't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. But he's like, "Do you, do you trust me or not? Because yeah. <laughs> you can't be lukewarm. You either in or you out." I'm just like, "Lord, I don't. You just took this job away from me, mm-hmm. and I don't know what I'm going to do. And all this stuff, and that he's just so nonchalant.
0: Great. Right? <laughs> he's like, never no, pressed. <laughs> never pressed.
1: He don't really care. Like I,
0: he's I'm, literally I'm in upset. the boat asleep." He's asleep in the don't, boat. You're like, Lord, don't you care if we die? And he's like.
1: It's all types <laughs> of waves happening. Like, he just relaxes.
0: Yeah.
1: Do, have I not shown you who I am already?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: How many times do I need to do this?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Before you really understand. My pastor preached a while ago about, um, basically, it was, God has heard your prayer already. You hmm. don't need to keep praying for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like he forgot, he got too much on his plate right now. And I said, I was literally driving from church, and I'm like, first of all, Jesus, you ain't have to call me out like that in the middle <laughs> at <of> church. church. <laughs> <laughs> I do not appreciate it, and I just they felt like you just be coming for me. Yeah,
0: in public. And
1: in public, like what is up? What is the beef? I
0: tell
1: my friend, I'd be like, I'm just so sick of him. I really am. I really just, i just be so so amazed. Like, you really just be treating me any type of way. Yeah. And don't you just be so nonchalant. Like, okay, well, (laughs) I'll be here when you're done crying about it. I'll
0: be right here. Unchanged.
1: Yeah, it's like the same. Every time. (laughs) Consistent.
0: But I, I I think of my husband, um, at the beginning of our, like, financial issues, one day, we were standing outside of our house, and I was crying, he was just like, why are you upset? Literally, with that tone, why are you upset? And I said, because our finances, he said, it's not that I don't care, he said, but it doesn't make sense for both of us to be upset. Yes. And I really feel like that's how God is. He's like, well, both of us can't trip. So if you going to trip, that's fine. But I can't Why? lose my cool. And even more so, though, with God, because he knows the outcome of it. My husband doesn't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen next. But he's like, all I know is both of us can't be having a mental breakdown. So Somebody got to be relaxed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm just so grateful because I'm like, okay, you're right. And he's rubbed off off on me so much to the point... Where it's like we're two years in now and we both be looking at the budget like, hmm, yep, well, that's what that says. All right, babe, meet meet the same place next week. Right. <laughs> same time, same place. Yeah, but it's encouraging <laughs> because I, I just really feel like I've learned contentment in this season. And I've learned that just as that saying goes, like little is much in the master's hands. Like when I had more – "Quote unquote," I had less because it's like how I would. How am I struggling with more? You know, like you were just talking about. I have a full time job and I can't seem to make these bills work. But now I'm working from home, and our bills are paid every month. Like how does that that doesn't make sense to me? (laughs) But when God's in it, like it doesn't. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make sense. It's 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 not gonna be. (laughs) <laughs> it's not going to be within the human, no. you know, definition of logic, and it. but that's because he. it's about his glorification,
1: so. Yes, yes, it's never going to make sense, because we live in a natural world,
0: Yeah,
1: and he is a supernatural God.
0: He is.
1: So it's never going to, it's always going to be like, what is happening
0: right
1: now? Yeah, yeah. Like the twilight zone, like <laughs> what
0: exactly
1: is going on? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, you, I'm so confused right now. Yeah. But it's not really for us, so it don't really matter if we confuse
0: or not. Right? He's like, because I just you need know. your, I just need your yes. I don't need you to yeah. have the answers.
1: <laughs> are you, are you going to follow what I'm saying or not?
0: Yeah.
1: When, let me know. I'll be here. Yeah, like, because honestly, <laughs> it's going to get done without, with, or without you. True. I would like to do it with you. Yes. But I can also do it without you because I'm still God. Yes. Regardless.
0: Amen. And I'm like. <laughs> I don't
1: want you to do nothing without
0: me, Jesus. Yeah. I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm getting my things. I'm
1: coming. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish getting (laughs) dressed. I'm on my
0: way. So you've actually touched on this a lot uh, throughout this interview, but how have your friendships played a role in you walking in your purpose and reaching your um, business goals? Oh, man. So
1: I did lose a few friends. Um before I even started my business. Mm -hmm. And that, I know, was done intentionally because I would have been distracted.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So, when I
1: lost those people, I kind of, I was very confused and very conflicted Mm -hmm. on, like, how do I go about my day? Because they were literally a part of my everyday life. Yeah. And then we have mutual friends. So, it was all, Mm -hmm. like, a a whole Mm -hmm. circle of people. But I knew that I wanted to grow and to evolve and to
0: not be the same person that I was three years ago. Yeah.
1: And they were okay with being the same person. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I had to separate myself and I, it wasn't, and I say this all the time to people, like it wasn't like, uh, a, I hate you type of thing. It was like, I love you. Yeah to love you from over here like I can't love you up close I have to love you from a distance so when I got around to you know having that confidence of okay this is the end of this right now but mm-hmm. I don't know what can happen you know five ten years from now or whatever but right now this is like I, I can't do this yeah. because I'm going to fall back into my old habits instead of growing into this woman that I know I'm supposed to be yeah and and knowing that people are watching me. So now I have this, you know, I'm starting this business and people are not just watching my candle business grow, but they're watching me grow. So I have to be mm-hmm. accountable if I want people to do what I'm asking them to do, which is to own their own stuff and their own accountability, I have to be accountable too.
0: Yeah.
1: So once I realized that and I, you know, checked myself <laughs> I was okay with losing them because I knew it wasn't out of, like, a hate type of thing. Okay. And then um, I gained so not so many, but I've gained people who I needed, who were, you know, vital to my growth in this moment because yeah. I had prayed, like, God, I, I know that you take away but you also you know replace of course yeah so i need you to i need someone because i don't i, I feel like i'm doing this by myself Mhm. Mm-hmm. so he sent me so many people and it was like an overflow of people i got nervous it was so many people like okay i don't know first of all this is too many this is too much i don't you know i don't even a lot of people at one time. I don't like a lot of, I don't have a lot of friends. But when I met these people, it was instantly, the connection was instant. It wasn't even, it it would, you would have thought that I've known these people for my entire life. hmm That's what, I go out with this girl all the time. She's one of my best friends now. And people, when we tell them our story, I literally became close to her the week I lost my job. We worked together. Mind you, we had worked together for the entire time I was at Google. But it was never like a a friendship type of thing. It was just like a high back
0: kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: When I tell you, people have thought that we've known each other literally for years Mm -hmm. because it was sent from God. Mm -hmm. She was, I am in a place now where she was. We're trying to grow her business. And now she's someone who I look up to.
0: Purpose peeps. I hope you enjoyed that interview with myself and the other Brie. I loved getting to talk to her, and I actually have split her episode into two different episodes because we were talking for an hour and a half at least, and I want to be respectful of your time. I know we typically keep our Interviews to an hour. So just make sure you are tuned in and you are subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss when we publish the next episode from Brie. I do want to invite everyone who is in the Charlotte, North Carolina area to attend an upcoming candle class that Brie will be hosting. It's going to be in collaboration with Be Social at Social Status and it's Friday, May 17th from 6 to 8 p.m. The address for that is 1519 Central Avenue. Again, it's in Charlotte, North Carolina. So if you are interested in meeting Brie, or if you're interested in getting into candle making, maybe you have a candle making business that you've been wanting to start, but you didn't know everything that went on behind the scenes. I think this would be a great collaboration for you, a great opportunity to meet Brie and just encourage one another. That's why I like these features so much is that they often are encouraging. You can always find something you connect with when you're looking at other people's journey and say, oh, wow, it's not just me. So I hope that you were encouraged by today's episode. I hope you will share it with somebody. I hope you'll join our email list if you're not on there already. And make sure you are following Brie on Instagram at Glow Candle Bar. She has her different scents on there. She'll be posting uh, the actual flyer for the candle making class on there once it's complete. And then it's just a good way to connect. I I have learned to hone in on social media as a networking tool as opposed to saying, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of looking at my Instagram feed. So that is all for this week, y'all. I hope that you'll be blessed. I hope that you'll continue sowing seeds. And we will talk to you on Tuesday for our Monthly update, uh, we have some really cool things coming. It's never that easy to choose purpose, but I would die to My flesh live a life of worship. I'm really, really, really trying to make it into heaven. I'm trying to hear him say two words like, Well done. Uh, uh, hey, hey. Whoa.